I'm not Tony Rambles, but I'm his brother, and this is the Living Numbers Podcast. Let's do it. Hey, what up? So, of course, before we get into it, before we get into the intro, we got to do some housekeeping. Like, subscribe, share, follow, download. Uh, Five stars. Come on, rate me five stars so we can get this thing going, okay? Thank you for your support. And uh, just let somebody know about it. Share it to them. Text it to them right now. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Thank you so much. All right, here we go. <laughs> Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Google, Breaker, Anchor. Like, I'm everywhere. So don't hesitate. We've got episode 32. And y'all know how we do it when we have someone on for the first time. Ain't you 32? I am 32. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I am 32. 32 years old. I'm going to be 33 this year. My Grant Hill year. Oh, is man. that is that even, any, does anybody ever use that? No one. Yeah, they do. They do? They do some, oh. I've seen some people post the Grant Hill year. Probably. I'm like, I, for sure. I feel injured. injured. <laughs> <laughs> Injury prone. I feel injured in my 33, <laughs> my 33rd year. Okay, here we go. Mr. Zerbiak himself, man of many jobs, a shaker, a mover, (laughs) Mr. Energy, Mr. Green, the safety man, the maker of the instrumentals of the Living Numbers podcast. The running back, y'all. <laughs> and Mr. Injury Prone. Hey. <laughs> I'm good now. My big brother, Mr. Vegan. I'm not a vegan. Troy. Give him a hand clap. <laughs> Appreciate it. Happy to be here. We talked uh, about we 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 can't do the Zerbiak thing without telling people like where it originated from, like why it happens. So shout out to Uncle Ian. Uh, okay, so you want to tell the story? Uh, all right. I'll tell the story. All right, so go ahead. it was NBA Live. Yep. Uh, Kevin Garnett was on the cover. Mm-hmm. I think that was 2001. 2001. It was 2001. KG was on the cover. It was- the only live that everybody can remember. <clears throat> My uncle Enos, we call him Uncle Ia, old guy, aka Mr. Zerbiak. He always <laughs> played with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, I never played live, but Anthony was always good at live. He always played the basketball games. I was just a man freak. He used to smash Uncle Ia bad, <laughs> bad, but he would only play with one team. He would play with the Timberwolves. And every time he would shoot with this particular player, I don't know if Wally Zerbiak was like the best three-point shooter, but he could get him 
up there. Yeah, he was a solid shooter in the league. Yeah. Every time he would yell, Zerbiak! <laughs> Uncle was a beer drinker. Big beer drinker. So he, the best, only thing he would do was come in there and play the video game drunk and yell and scream obscene. He wouldn't swear. He would just yell. Just yell. You know, Uncle Zerbiak! E is a talker. Just a big talker. He would be losing down by 100. Still talking. Hmm. Yeah, we go outside and play. Ain't nobody about to play. Ain't <laughs> nobody about to play you. You 6'3. Middle of the snow. Nobody about to play. Yeah. So every time me and Troy call each other, no matter who's around, for the most part, we always we don't say hello. We don't say what's up. It's Zerbiak. Oh, even when we send mail. Even yes. when we send mail. It's Mr. Zerbiak. Mr. Zerbiak. I sent Troy, which, which, was it WWE 2K20, I think? It was 19. It was 19. It's the one with Seth Rollins on it because Derek has the same one. Derek has the one that you sent from eBay that didn't come on time. Yeah, you sent it to me (laughs) on eBay. And then... I think I did. I buy it on the game. You bought it on the game. I don't know what happened, but I went and bought it. You sent me the money and I bought it and I gave the other copy to Derek. But it said, I, I looked at it. I was like, Hey, I got something in the mail from you. It said, Mr. Zerbia. <laughs> you, didn't you send me a Wally Zerbiak jersey? I got a Wally. I did. I did. You got to get it now. We don't play about this, yeah. We don't play about it, Mr. Zerbiak. So, Wally Zerbiak, wherever you are, you know, shout out to you. You are a part of our family, (laughs) basically by association. (laughs) Exactly. It's 2001. (laughs) Okay, y'all, without further ado, let's get into the first number. And this is a new year. So, we're doing things just a little bit differently. We're going to do our Today in History first. Today, January 13th, 1928, RCA and GE installed three test television sets in order for inventor EFW Alexanderson to demonstrate the first home television receiver. So basically, this is where TV first jumps off and starts to really be invented. And then obviously we know what TV does now. It robs us of so many hours in our days. So what'd you say? Especially if you're playing a video game. Okay, exactly. That's Uh, where I'm going. Two questions. (laughs) Two questions. What are you watching right now? And what are you playing right now? Ooh, what am I watching? Oh, what am I watching? I'm watching Euphoria. Okay. I think I've seen that around, but I haven't watched it. Okay. Euphoria is about a transgender, uh, a boy transitioning to a woman and Mm -hmm. a girl falling in love with this person, but she was riddled from like a young age saying that 
oh, she has, she's manic depressant, she's this, she's that, she has all of these type of just, you know, short circuits in her brain, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that made her feel like, you know, happy was drugs. And prescription drugs was what she wasn't like, a, like cocaine or nothing. It's all prescription drugs, anything that she could take or whatever. Right. So it's like a big world. It, it really tries to put you in several dimensions of emotions. And then also it, te- it, it tries to test your theories of character at the end of the day. So it's, it's, it's a wild, it's a wild. Yeah, that thing. sounds like a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. I, don't, I mean, when I, I sit down and watch, I'm not, I'm not always ready for all of that. I remember watching Breaking Bad. It's like <laughs> every episode, you just like, oh my gosh, like, what is he gonna damn. do next? Yeah, Stop what is going to just, happen next? Just quit. You got Can enough break. Yeah, you got here. enough money. Come on, Walter Wayne. Walter, just dip. Okay, I was so, praying for Walter to get out. <laughs> so I kind of I already know the answer to this question, but what are you playing? Uh, GTA. GTA, okay, so when I get in the, involved in the video game, I just don't play it for a spurt and then stop. I play it for like two weeks because I'm trying to achieve whatever I'm trying to achieve in the game. Right, right. I just came across an ad with Anderson Pack and Dr. Dre mm-hmm. as characters in GTA. And I know my person is at like at a scale to where he got like a couple million, like all type of stuff, or whatever. So I could just go in there and see what I got to do and get it and play the skit and do the scene or whatever yeah it wasn't that easy just okay. going in there and get it done it wasn't that easy i needed some help i needed some help so i'm going from lobby to lobby to lobby to lobby and i end up running into people that i played the game with about three or four years ago and it was like yo you're doing it all wrong yeah, so they started helping me get my cash up. They started sending me through, the, like, telling me to go through different acts, buying certain stuff. So, so like, now it's, oh man, I'm like breezing through the game, like it's 2K or something. Okay, okay. Um, I just finished watching WandaVision. Yeah. So I ran through that because shout out to Mikey hooked me up with the Disney Plus. Right. Uh, the first thing I watched was the What If series. Oh, yo. I hit that. I went crazy on that one. Wasn't Um, it? I think I like the first episode the most. Yeah, Strange. Yeah. No, Strange Strange wasn't the first episode. It was the Captain Carter was the first episode. Oh, the chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that was dope. I was like, that was why. And then how they tied it all back together in the end. Yeah. You know, they're making a movie about the Doctor Strange one. Uh, The Multiverse of Madness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is one of my favorite movies in the MCU. Oh man, yeah. So uh, I watched that, and then I watched Wandavision. Binge through that real quick, just because I was really interested in that show as well, more so than like Loki. Or what parts of that show in black and white? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. So like each show, have you seen it? Parts. But you can tell me about it. I'm going to watch it anyway. So each show is like a decade. And so it starts in the 50s. Not It doesn't span a decade like it's the first time. But each show is themed from a show from the decade. So they go from like 
I Love Lucy to like, honestly, some shows that I haven't watched before. So every five character that they can go through in the past shows, they kind of replicated that. Uh, so it's it's really how did the how did the show look? So they do Malcolm in the Middle is one show that they use. So when you get to <laughs> Watch but like the the intro is different every time too. It kind of matches how Malcolm in the Middle came on, oh, as far as like how it's shot, and then the music as well changes too. And then you know how sometimes like Frankie Mutis will look at the camera and like say something, and then it will switch, like and then it will go back to the scene. So it kind of uses that same way of shooting in the show in that episode. They have another episode that's like The Office. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta watch it. Yeah. I gotta so watch it. You when it comes me. on, the music sounds like the music the from office. the office. Oh, and then how they shoot it, it, you know how with the office, they have people like doing interviews. They do that same thing with that episode. So like they and then they kind of mash up some. There's another one that was like, I think the 90s one did a mashup of like full house. And like some of those other shows from that era. That's dope. Yeah. So it was kind of themed. So at first you're looking like, why is this in black and white? Like it doesn't make sense. But as you keep going, and then there's a point in there where they show like Wanda and the stuff she watched growing up. And it's those actual shows that each, you know, episode is themed after. So it's a lot of cool tie-ins and it really shows how she grows. Like, into being Scarlet Witch. Okay. That so works. WandaVision was was dope. I really liked it. I haven't started uh oh we started Lost in Space. I watched all the seasons. Yeah, so you remember the movies and we, the show was way 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 for us. But yeah. I remember Mama showing us the movies like in the 90s maybe. Mm, early 2000s. Early 2000s. Okay. So I remember watching those movies, and so I, we was looking for something to watch. Me and Kia, and yeah, of course, shout out to Kia, really shout good. out to my lovely wife. Uh, so we watched Lost in Space. We watched the first season, and I'm not gonna tell you a whole lot about that one, but they do a good job with the with the bad guy. I watched it already. Oh, you watched Lost in Space? Yeah, I watched all the seasons already. Oh yeah, that the um, antagonist. Yeah, she doctor. Oh my! Bro, yeah, we, she was amazing. Like, kill her! Somebody, please kill her! No, no, because the robot, the robot is working with her. Yeah, so we that watched season too. one, and so we didn't like get into uh, the next seasons. But okay, 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 okay. That's enough. That's enough about that. Okay, got to get to the numbers. We got to get to the numbers. So I sent you some links. About some stuff that I found quite interesting. Yeah, I've seen them. All right. So you got $10,000 and you got two tickets anywhere. Where are you going? Um, do I got to spend all the 10000 Yeah, you got to spend the 10000 You can't just spend like a grand and pocket the rest. That ain't fun. I'm going to Africa. Okay. I'm going to Africa. I'm probably going to go to Lagos. Um, I'm going to kick it out there. Yeah. And then I'll probably go to Dublin after that. Because you've been there before. 
Mm-hmm. You liked it. Really liked it. Um, I'm going to Africa because I just want to see. I mean, it's the motherland. What you like? What you mean? I'm going there. I'm going. What else to, you need? <laughs> exactly. And uh, I guess with that ten grand, like I'm trying to go see, like Israel. Like I'm trying to see, you know, where Jesus, you know, walked and where he was born and all the stuff that he did over there. You gonna go to a little the bit? You at it? What'd you say? Did you gonna go to the Vatican while you at it? Heck no, <laughs> not at all. After I hit that, you know, I'm probably on my way back. Uh, maybe I could see some stuff in Europe or something. I don't know. Uh, but that's, I mean, because I've never been over there. I've been to China. You know, we lived in China. And I talked about it on one of my episodes. Uh, but just being able to go overseas and experience a life that's different than America, I think it's, it's just always cool to do if you can get the opportunity. And you've done, you've been able to do the same as well with your travels. Yeah. Um, I would always say if you can do it, it's not as expensive as everybody thinks. Just get out there and do it. Save some money. Go and see the world. Go and see parts of it. Because you never know what to open up inside of you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like the first place I, I've been, you know, across the states or whatever, but like traveling out of the United States, I went to Hawaii. That was the first place I went to. A completely different experience. And probably one of the happiest places I've ever been. Right. Outside like, the every, continental United States. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's happy. Even if it's raining, they're happy. Isn't it beautiful rain? Don't you love the rain? Oh. Like everybody's happy. It's crazy. Okay. I've never been to Hawaii, but I just hear uh, it's super expensive, but it's, oh, yes. it's beautiful. It's worth it. Like, honestly, right. it's worth it. But I went for free. Don't get me wrong. I went for free. So Yeah, but that's it, different. It's worth the price of admission. If I, I probably, I'll probably pay and go again, but it's worth the price of admission, I'm telling you. Because all the tourist stuff is cheap. All the tourist, because, yeah, of course, my accommodations was paid for, but if I wanted to have fun, I had to, I had to pay for that. Right. So all the tourist stuff, all of that stuff is cheap. Going to Diamond Head Mountain, all of that stuff, beach, like the hula yeah. stuff, all of that yeah. stuff is non-expensive. You're talking about when you want to go out to like, you know, five-star restaurants and stuff, uh-huh. that stuff is expensive. Right, but right, right. You can go to Walmart for free and get stuff. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He had just came back with some stuff from Walmart. I'm looking at him like, I don't want none of this. <laughs> something i don't know you know you always i'm always looking you know what she bring home like what she buying so yeah i could go for pizza you had some pizza earlier yeah i did but i wasn't expecting well i guess here we are i mean <laughs> i don't i don't even know what i'm eating i think we got some fish downstairs okay of course but wait you got two plane tickets Bring camera with you. Okay. I'm taking Kia. Carter got to stay home. Yeah, he, he got, got great. But Cameron is old. Yeah, he's old enough to experience it. Good enough. And understand it. Oh, and be like, woo. I, like, it would put, a, it would put, you know, I probably, I tell you why I would take him. Because I would not party or do any of the crazy things that I probably would do if I went by myself or if I went with somebody else. Right. I would probably teach him more than just, you know, try to 
hang out. I would probably make an itinerary for I'll do a whole bunch of stuff. I'll set the whole thing up because it's my son going to right. right. So yeah, that'd be the person that I would take for sure. Okay. Let me remember forever. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, be, absolutely. That'd be one of the first topic. Topic of conversation. Hey, my dad took me to Africa. Don't matter. You could be a random person. <laughs> yep, just pull up. You know Cam gonna talk. Yeah, he is. Okay. I shared this one with you, and you said that you had some ideas already. And I was like, now save it for the pod. Don't tell me, because I want to get uh, authentic first reactions. So okay. I sent you a link, and this person had a house. And they uh, realized that there was like a secret passageway behind the bookshelf. And so this passageway really didn't lead any to anywhere like super special, but they were, it led to like just different parts of the house that the person didn't know existed. So I kind of took this a step further and I asked my brother, if you had a secret passageway, where would it lead to? That's open-ended, right? I didn't put any stipulations on it. I didn't put anything. So whatever this answer is, it could be whatever he came up with, okay? So where would your secret passageway lead to? So when I read it and I was thinking about because I seen something similar, mm-hmm. but somebody found a secret passageway in a house and it led to like some type of armory room with old guns, excuse me, with a bunch of old guns and stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, if I had a secret passageway, I would honestly set it up like it was a storefront. But it would lead into like a designer business or something like that. Okay. So it would be like, oh, this is the cleaners, but it's not really the cleaners. You got to have a code or you got to have, you know, the right password to get in. Oh, okay. Boom. You open up. You, not, it's not even a door. It's, yeah. It's, you got to push the wall in and the wall. Right. Like in. some Indiana Jones type of stuff. Yeah. And you walk down, down to the basement and then it's just like this whole white room. And it ain't nothing but, you know, all type of designer, you know, yeah. Call it the cleaners. Okay. Okay. So like you would go into what looks like a cleaner's place and then the secret passageway would be in there, like behind one of the washers or something. Nah, secret passageway would be... So you would go in there and it looked like cleaners. It it would be a cleaners. It would be a cleaners. And you would think, this is not the place I'm looking for, but you'll get a, you know, a QR QR code or whatever. Mm -hmm. Scan it the wall open up you go down you go in go downstairs big white room full of nothing but designer clothes cashier there it's a whole store call it the cleaners call it the cleaners okay if i had a secret passageway where you going led somewhere what do you think it would be just take a guess i want (laughs) to see what you think (laughs) I don't know. The court? <laughs> yep. <laughs> a damn court. <laughs> uh, indoor, nice court somewhere that's free. I ain't got to pay for it. 
like an NBA court. Oh, that would so, be nice. Or I could just, hey, man, I got something to show you. I'm like, no, no, no. Hey, the game starts at 8 a.m. If you're not here at 7.30 to get in, you won't be playing this weekend. The Lord is here, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to a court. I can hoop anytime. I'm at home. I, all right, hey, Key, I'm going to the court. Walk in the closet door. Walk out <laughs> of the closet door. I'm at the court. Inside. AC. I ain't got to set nothing up in the back. I ain't got to go through my gate back there. I don't have to drive. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting up the court. I thought about, now this, this is also a different side of me. H-E-B. I ain't never got to drive to the store. Milk. I can't salad, take you. Whatever. You know, H-E-B is my favorite grocery store. Yep. You got a secret passage. With, hey, hey, man, you, y'all need something from the store? Where you going? H-E-B. But you ain't getting in the car. Nah, I don't need to. <laughs> Tunnels? It's closer than going across the street. Oh, man. Just through a door. Talk about efficiency, somewhere that you always got to go. And now it's just right in the back door. Mm, mm, so mm. I thought about that, but I'm like, nah, I need a court. H-E-B deliver. <laughs> now they do. We always get our stuff delivered. We barely even go to. I, I don't even remember the last time I've been to the store. Because <laughs> Kia do the groceries, so I don't really have to worry about it. Yeah. Shout out to Kia. Shout out to Mrs. Zerbiak. Okay. Next number. Next topic. 568 days ago, I became a dad. Mm. Five, you count 568 days? I looked it up. <laughs> that's easier than my son is six months. Uh, uh, that's June that's 24. Easy. You know, that's a common number, but if you go 568 days, you're like, okay, what, what is this? 568 days ago, my son was born. Mm. I don't think that's right, though. You know what I did? And I'm going to leave this in. I did June 24, 2020. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here like, okay, wait a second. <laughs> my son is not a year old. It's 365 days in a year. Okay, the real number is 203. There we go. 568 sounds better, though, don't it? They do. They do. 203 days ago, I became a dad, and my brother Troy uh, has more children than I do. And Cam is the oldest, my nephew. Uh, So he was just like, let's just talk about being a day. And so for me, it's really just one day, one day at a time. Uh, he's rolling around now. He's crying, swinging his hands. And he's sitting up. So pretty soon he'll be crawling and he'll be walking. And so I'm definitely uh, more tired than I have ever been. And that's me being a teacher and a coach and all of that. It's not even close because he's still waking up at 3 a.m. So one day at a time is what I would say. And it's just been like 
it's been fun. You know, we make all kinds of noises and we yell all the time. And so it's just, you know, that's my son. So I always want to take him out and show people like, hey, you know, look at my son. <laughs> so what about you being the dad? What's your favorite part? Well, 3,287 days. Yeah, ago. that's the real number. We're going to go with that. <laughs> 3,287 days. That's a lot of days. Man, that's a lot of hours, a lot of time. That's four, to- that's four times over, though. In the like from Cam to now. See him, little walk- See him walk back there. Ah. <laughs> um, I knew it was what I wanted. I was, I like, I kind of, you know, how our dad, um, yeah. he says he envisioned, had a dream, this, this, and that, and blah, blah, blah. You right. know, um, I had a feeling around 25, I was going to have a kid. I just had that feeling. I don't know why. I'm just yeah. like, wow. And I, I knew his mom before <clears throat> we had our son for a little while but it wasn't really nothing intentional right so it was tough in the beginning with him it was tough because when when somebody wants to be with you and you don't want to be with them mm-hmm. and trying to find a way to co-parent my feelings wasn't really involved in the situation uh being put on child support getting took off child support like all of those different battles it just makes me proud of being a dad right because you know you know how we grew up you know had the whole child support situation and all that stuff and Ah, craziness crab juice 100 percent crab juice so it was like, I didn't want to go through all of that stuff. I got a lawyer, got it situated and just, yeah. you know, bit the bullet because at the end of the day, he was more, if I wasn't, if I wasn't going to be present in his life, then like how, who knows where his spirit would be right now? Who knows how he'd be like, you know, he's much, much happier. He has the opportunity to do whatever because, you know, a long time ago, I made a conscious decision. I'm not going to ruin my life i gotta take care of my son i gotta make sure i make a lot of money i gotta do what i need to do so he could be happy i stopped thinking about my happiness and i started thinking about his happiness now that he's old enough and we can understand each other i'm starting to think and do more for my happiness now but while he was younger i put my emotional feelings all of that stuff on the back end and made sure i got whatever he needed whatever it was so he wouldn't have he wouldn't feel deprived of something you know when you become a dad you don't know what your kid want but if you never had nothing growing up you want to get your kid everything so right i got him everything but i didn't really spoil it we had to understand it but while he was a kid yeah it didn't matter we he got whatever he went whatever he went where everywhere i drove him to houston a whole bunch a whole bunch of times like he, we, we, we did a lot of things while he was younger. So his attachment to me is a lot different than, you know, other people have today parents. So like he get, he'll give me a hug every hour on the hour. Didn't matter. Yeah, I know. When we playing the game, he always, Hey dad, I love you. <laughs> That's it. 
I just want to let you know I love you. He will come in. Just I got to tell him, hey, we recording. Just you know, give me a second. Right. Come in. It does not matter. He wants to make sure that I'm okay, that I'm good, that I'm happy because now he's conscious of my happiness. Right. Before, like he wasn't conscious of it because he was just doing kid stuff, doing kid right. things, using kid mode. Mm-hmm. He's nine now. He's conscious of a lot of things. He's aware of his feelings. Um, I think one time he, he, he said that he had anger problems. And I said, Cameron, where? Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of people that agreed with me that he said they thought he didn't have anger problems or anything like that. I said, Cameron, you don't have anger problems. Don't, don't project things that you really don't feel because you hear other people say that. Right. I'm like, you are the most happiest kid in the world. What do you need to be yeah. angry for? But when this whole COVID thing happened, he got okay. really worried about my health. I mean, because everywhere was just like, you know, this how this how many people died. This many people died today. This how many people got sick today. This how many people got sick this week. And so, like, he was worried. Like, I had to sit him down and let him know I was taking all the precautionary measures not to get COVID. Right. I took a COVID test today, and it was negative. So I had like I didn't understand how much my son worried until I understood mm. what he was worried about. Right. So I'm like, yo, I gotta make sure I look good, feel good, and move like that. So my son can like, all right, my dad is happy. I don't have nothing to worry about. I mean, that's a sign of like growing up. Like you like, dang, my kid worried. Like, what the heck? <laughs> you gotta be prepared. It's usually it usually starts around six, six, seven years old when they start interpreting things, and you know, you they start giving you that balance of happy, sad, and you know, all of that stuff. It go from they crying about everything or they laughing about everything, or they just want the bottle to be happy, you know, make a goofy right. face. Now it's they want things, they want to do things, they want to fly a kite, they want to do certain other things to make them happy. So it's like being involved. I think is it gives you another another set of wheels. Okay, and that's so be being a dad from someone who's been doing it for how many days? Nine thousand something? No, three thousand two hundred and eighty-seven. Oh. <laughs> so, being a, a dad, one thing that you got to do is keep a job. A good one. <laughs> <laughs> and i brought the topic up to you what i said if you average if, if you just got an average job you want to at least try to make around 50 dollars a year so you can just have some stability yeah like that's just just being a grown man i know i think the average amongst black men is like fifty-one thousand or something like that do that Anywhere that or better, and being a parent would not be hard. Now, you know, the emotional stuff that you got to go through with them, that's challenging. But as far as the financial difficulties, if you keep yourself above $50,000 a year, you will be solid. You will be fine. I know um, I really did not start making, like, money like that until I became a teacher. Like, before that, I was... Our money got better every year, me and Kia, because we continue to like get promotions and get better jobs. And like being a teacher, 
or becoming a teacher was the next step. And it was, uh, I mean, it was a big bump uh, for me and pay as well. And like people don't understand, like depending on what you do in education, depending on how long you're a teacher, the other things that you do like coach or there are things called like um, technology specialists. Like there are other ways to continue to make money as a teacher. And it also depends on what state you work in. Because oh yeah. Some teachers get paid a whole lot less depending on what state they work in. And Texas is one of the better states. So when I became a teacher, it was like, hey, you know, okay, okay. And we, you know, we're doing, we're doing all right. We're doing some things. And so speaking of you know, jobs. Uh, my first job. There you go. There you go. I told you I didn't want to do this. My first job. Okay, I, I, my number here actually is thirteen-ish jobs. Just going from memory. That's how many. Oh, actually, no. I say thirteen-ish because I know I'm leaving some out. It's probably close to the like maybe 16 you had a lot of jobs i've had a lot a lot of jobs just off the top of my head let's see if i could go rapid fire let's see how many i could get to first job bennegan's working with near indiana that was fun oh uh, bennegan's to red lobster when we moved over here to uh winfield lakes and then from there i really kept those two jobs for a while and then we started getting into safety after I graduated. So you got certified safety, you got safety tech, you got Eagle One safety, well tech safety, what well well tech safety. <laughs> um, I think, I think that was kind of it yeah, as far it. as safety is concerned. And then after safety, I went to, I think I went to the country club first. No, I didn't. Maybe I did. I went to the country club. That's one of them. That's Sweetwater. And then I worked at Forever 21. I worked at Lady Foot Locker. And then I worked at iMasters. All in the same mall. <laughs> and then I went from iMasters to working with Daddy in construction up there in uh, in the Iowa. Woodlands. No, in the Woodlands. You was in the Woodlands? Okay. Yeah, we was. I was driving out to the Woodlands every day. Woodlands is like sucks 50 minutes away from where we stay now so yeah that was terrible and Uh, from the woodlands i don't even remember what the name of the company was but i worked uh there doing construction and then i went from there to working at chase bank and i worked at chase bank until i went to china and i worked for a company there called sunflower english and then when I got back, I worked Funny. for 4BN. So 4BN ISD is where I work at now. I also worked for a place called Powell Electric. <laughs> when I was, and I was, that was on the Southeast side. I was staying with, uh, I wasn't living with Deanna, but I worked nights. So I would work there. I would get off. I would go crash at Deanna place and sleep. And uh, then I would, then I would come back home. Uh, and that's not even counting. What's that tent place? 
like labor ready. Labor ready. Uh. <laughs> That's 16 jobs. Um, and I know I'm missing some. I got to be. I Okay, so the bowling alley when I was in high school, um, as soon as I graduated, went to safety and all of that. Yep. Um, after that, I worked at Pizza Hut. I remember that. Yeah, I stayed there for a while. Then I had a brief stint at Target. I hated that job. Hey, I interviewed at Target. That's like one of the worst interviews I've had. <laughs> it's the worst place to ever work anyway. Uh, I, Target, <clears throat> then Best Buy. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember you working at Target. I remember Best Buy, though. Very little. I got fired. (laughs) What you doing stealing boxes? I got fired fired, uh, during Christmas season. Mm. I don't even want to talk about it. It was stupid. (laughs) All right, keep going. Nah, because I told the GM that I'm not going to allow nobody to talk to me crazy. Yep. So you could do whatever you want to do, white lady. (laughs) <laughs> you said white lady <laughs> because it was a woman had cursed me out because I couldn't get her a tree that was already sold out right but the person in the back stock room said I could because he didn't know English and he was a Mexican oh man he said oh he could get it for you he could get it that's all he was saying he could get it for you he could get it for you and I said, ma'am, we don't have this tree. She, and then she just started like going off on me. Whatever. Why did he say you got it? Blah, 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 blah. And then like the GM, she had came over. She was like, what's going on, ma'am? And she like, I guess she de-escalated the situation. She took me in the back room and she was uh-huh. like, that is not how we conduct ourselves. I was like, look here. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! No. You went off? I didn't go off. I was just, I just told her, I said, hey, look. I don't need to work here at all. Like, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> you need me to work here. That's why I'm getting paid to do this, white lady. <laughs> I never I, heard this story. Because I don't tell it. Ah, this is good stuff. Hey, Target. Target was oh, a, man. Oh, it's rough. Hey, rough. wherever you are, if you are enjoying this story, I want you to hit a like, a download, a follow, a subscribe, a something, a share, leave a comment, something, okay? This is gold. Also, remember, this is your host, Tony Rambles on the Living Numbers Podcast, and we're everywhere. Make sure you share. Troy, continue. Um, After that, it was Best Buy. Mm -hmm. I like Best Buy. I moved from Houston to Dallas working at working at a Best Buy store. Yep. And I got recruited by JE. Yep. And I just started making a whole lot of money. I, I stopped thinking about working for people, working for individuals, working for companies and stuff like that. And I started becoming an independent contractor. When I started becoming an independent contractor, I had to learn how to do taxes. I had to learn how to do a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, and then I transferred over from that into safety, which I want to say any of uh, at JE in a good month. Well, no, 
because I went because the whole I went from the JE company sold itself. Wow. Then I went to Entrust, and then I went to um, Green Mountain. Mm. And people that's and always in Walmart. <laughs> making no money in there either. But um, JE was a billion dollar company. It was top heavy. And that was when I started understanding that you needed to really make a lot of money when you have a kid because man things just cost and i was working I, it was just you know straight commission you know you do your job you get paid and in the beginning it was just like we talking about anywhere between six to seven thousand dollars a month for like the first six seven months of doing that job and i'm like oh yeah I'm going to do this until I get tired of it. And then, right. you know, move back to Michigan for the opportunity to be a safety out here. And the pay increase was crazy. So that's, went, so I went from making that amount of money to making more money. And everything that I ruined, <laughs> yeah. like not being, everything that I ruined, not being responsible, being a kid and raising a kid, and doing all the stupid stuff, I'm yep. correcting now because I have an excess amount of money that I can work with at this time. So it's like, okay, yeah, I got the two cars. I got the good credit. Now mm-hmm. I'm waiting to save money to buy a house and stuff right. like that. I was just blowing money on having fun. Taking yep. my kid to, to the aquarium, doing expensive, like doing expensive stuff because I know I can just go right back out and get it all over again. Right. But that that turns that 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 turns you into a different animal when it comes to maintaining your finances. Like you're really not maintaining anything. You're just paying all the bills and spending all your money until you get another check. And yeah. that is not how you want to live. <laughs> that is not what you want to do at all. Yeah, so, yeah, we um, I mean, we started with nothing. So, oh yeah, I, one company I forgot. You ready for this one? Franklin and Franklin safety and health. <laughs> uh it is it's now it's uh now it's called the Franklin Safety Group. Yeah, whatever. That was fun. That was man, that was just that was a different time. Totally different time. Even the name changes are significant because of where the company is in the life cycle. Yeah, this cut co- so, this last contract, he got uh half a million dollars. I mean, don't be telling people all this money and stuff. He'll say it. He'll say it for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like you already that. know. Gotta keep them. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, uh, yeah, I just, I just got this contract with the nuclear plant, and I've been uh, going through all, all of this. It's really this particular situation because I. It's been a while since I did a new hire type of situation. Yeah. I didn't have to go through like an interview process. They already knew my credentials and everything, but they wanted. Right. Because I'm going into a power plant, they yeah. start digging for stuff. Hey, yeah, what, did what, you do of- what did you do in 2006 to get arrested? Like, what? I don't, I don't remember. I don't even remember getting arrested. Too. I remember getting arrested, but I, rem- I didn't remember. I, don't remember. <laughs> I didn't go to jail. I didn't stay in there. I was there for half a day. They let me out. Yeah. How you know about that? <laughs> so it's they like, oh. Man, where your shirt at? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for the government i got this i got that now, what, what's up now what's up now i just do like when he took he, he 
when I went in because mm. I didn't do my interview until the second day. Like there, I had to stare at a computer, do a psychological test, 344 questions about if I want to kill myself or not. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. But after that, I was good. And I went and, he, and it's this list. Now, I didn't see the list. The list said I had to be there at 0900. I didn't see the list because I'm trying to get through these modules so I can get my badge so I can go yeah. on the site. Yeah. So I see this list. And I'm like, it's two o'clock. <laughs> Let me go and see if I can do this interview real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't, why didn't you get there till two? No, 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 no. Because I was in the room stuck in front of a computer. Doing oh, yeah, doing these modules and stuff. So, so you I were get doing the modules where you were yes. supposed to be somewhere else. Yes. Okay. But this these 20 hours, they make you they make you do 20 hours of training. Right. And like you have to just know if ands and buts about it. You got because you're going on to a nuclear site, it's federal, they make you do it. Yeah. When I went into this interview. You know, you've seen the cop shows when people is getting interrogated and stuff. Yeah, you sitting at that table. And they slap, they slap the vanilla folder down and open yeah. it up. <laughs> they had a file. That's what happened to me. <laughs> he had a file. He had a file. I was like, what is this? So he opened the big. Oh, wait, how big was the stack? Was it like? It wasn't thick. It was like, it was a nice little... He had about 30 pages. I know that. Man, they, yeah. can't, they can't have nothing on me on no dang on file. I ain't done nothing. It's about what you've done. It's not about if you've done anything. It's about what you've already done. He could have told me what job I work. Uh, and, and it's, He's like, so you worked at Target for six weeks. What happened here? Exactly. <laughs> that's, how thick, that's how thick it was. All he was doing was asking me about... Um, you know, stuff that happened when I got arrested or whatever. He was like, uh, what happened in Irving? You went, you, you got arrested. I was like, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't get arrested. I turned myself in because I had a warrant for no insurance. And I went and sat out. <laughs> I said, I went and sat it out in, in, in Irving, in, in Irving DP and watched yeah. the playoffs and, you know, and chilled. They gave me five <laughs> I didn't go to jail. <laughs> right. This is not what you think it is. I didn't go to What's jail. What's up, Cam? Come on, show yourself. Come on, now you're here. Hey. For the people who are not watching on YouTube, that's my nephew. He says, hey, his locks are much longer than mine, and he's very sweet. All right, go play. Mm. <laughs> like he's going to be like an architect or something. That's me, I didn't hear what he say. You said your facts were neat. Uh-huh. My facts? Yeah, he said those were some neat facts. Oh, okay. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, he is one of a kind, I can tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we've gone everywhere. From TV to video games to Africa to the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> So hoop to H E B, and uh, now we're back where we started. Me and my brother from the same mother, and father, <laughs> and father. They were married when they had us. They was, 
and then yeah. Got that's a to- that's a different story <laughs> for a different day. I'm not even about to talk about that one. That's like your first job. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fun. You ain't had no more numbers. I didn't have no more numbers. That's it. You got a number got for numbers? us? Do I got a number? Hold you on. You had like three thousand. <laughs> three thousand two hundred and eighty-seven. That's nine years of confidence right there. Well, we've been recording for like an hour. Oh, well, I'm good. Then. You good? I'm Gucci. Yeah, I don't man. even say that. <laughs> I rub it off. Rubbing off on you. Well, man, this crazy. was good. This was fun. Overdue, but I'm like, man, you know what? New year. Let's bring it in the right way with Mr. Zerbiak. Well, no, nah, it was, um, you had to get your feet wet. You know, we... We talked about the idea of you having a podcast and how to start it off and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to wait for you to get get your wings and, you know, build your synopsis of how you want to do something. Because, yeah. hey, I'm just I'm watching, viewing, checking it out like the rest of the world. Yeah. I'm like, subscribe, download, share, send it out, post it on your Instagram. Like, hit that. Get that thumbs up. Give them yeah, thumbs up. hit the thumbs up. Hit the little bell. Right. Subscribe. All right, everyone. This is the Living Numbers Podcast. And I am your host, Tony Rambles. It was a pleasure signing off for my brother, Troy. Derby DJ T Rock. <laughs> no, it's Sleepy T. It's Sleepy T. Yeah, plug your IG. Oh, uh, IG, Mr. Underscore. T dot Rollins and mm-hmm. then I got Sleepy T one 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 two. That's my producing page. So yes, there you go. It is what it is. I'm, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitch. I'm on everything. All right, that smile, big old smile. You got a big smile too. Got to go to the dentist. Quit. Stop. Ah. I got some work. All right, we done. Yes, sir. (laughs) All right, that's going to be good.